Sadness, you nearly touched a core memory, and when you touch them, we can't change them back. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Something's wrong with me. I, it's like I'm having a breakdown. You're not having a breakdown. It's stress. I keep making mistakes like that. I'm awful. No, you're not. And annoying. They, well, you know what? You can't focus on what's going wrong. There's always a way to turn things around. To find the fun. Yeah, find the fun. I don't know how to do that. Okay, we'll try to think of something funny. Um, oh, remember the funny movie where the dog dies? Um, yeah, that's not... Okay, what about that time with Meg when Riley laughed so hard milk came out of her nose? Yeah, that hurt. It felt like fire. It was awful. Oh, okay, okay. Don't think of that. Let's try something else. Um, what are your favorite things to do? My favorite? Um, well, I like it when we're outside. That's good! Like, there's the beach and sunshine? Oh, like the time we buried Dad in the sand up to his neck? I was thinking more like rain. Rain? Rain is my favorite, too. We can stomp around the puddles, you know? There's cool umbrellas, lightning storms. More like when the rain runs down our back and makes our shoes soggy, and we get all cold and shivery, and everything just starts feeling droopy. Oh, oh, hey, 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 easy. Why are you crying? Oh, it's just like really the opposite of what we're going for here. <sighs> crying helps me slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. That was just a little piece of added pizzazz for your bitch asses. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. We are the coming together of all quantized fields of the universe, appearing in a form your feeble human brain can comprehend. What? You can call us facing off. I'm Nick. Hi, Nick. <laughs> I am Gabe. Oh, and, and I'm Layla. <laughs> Hi, she's everybody. getting used she's, to this. Yeah, she's getting used to it. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we're on, here guys? for our podcast that we do uh, for you. Yeah. The, the audience. Hey. hey, Layla, uh, how was the vaccine <clears throat> and how is your neck? Oh, yeah. Not related, by the way, everybody. Don't freak out about necks and vaccines. Um, <laughs> I got the first dose of the vaccine uh, this last yeah. week, which was awesome. Um, I did not have any real crazy side effects. I felt really exhausted afterwards, but nothing too, too crazy. Um, and my neck is as stiff as a neck can get. I cannot turn it to either side right now. So that's cool. And I'm in a lot of wow. pain. But I'm drinking through it. So it's fine. And pain I'm gonna be fine. is an emotion. 
which is yeah part Speaking of, of. Yeah, is it? the movie Inside Out, which is part of this episode of our podcast. Woo! Whoa! Wow! Whoa. What a connection! I am so excited line. to talk about these two now that you've done that. Well, we didn't say what the second one is. <laughs> it's Soul. Oh, yeah. What are we doing it with? <laughs> Inside Out versus Soul is our episode today. Two Pixar movies about um, <laughs> ex- existence. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, what about two, what it? Two Pixar I mean, movies. It, it might means... be deeper than uh, they they yeah, really appear. So deep. Huh? Two Pixar movies about what makes a human and like the the inner parts of life. You know, just the casual things humans. that you want your existence children to watch. and post existence and everything like that. Quite existential, they are. Yeah. Yeah, quite. This is also the first animated episode of this podcast as well. Oh, holy shit, it is. Yeah. (laughs) We're all on Zoom and we look like cartoons. It's pretty wild. (laughs) Thank you, Layla, for bringing a bit of like joy and optimism to this episode. Joy, speaking of which, one of the main characters of Inside Out, (laughs) which is one of the movies that we're doing today and eventually we'll be talking about, I promise. Nick, what happened in these movies? Uh, Give us some synopses. In Inside Out, Riley is a young girl whose family recently moved from minnesota to san francisco would be an upgrade to most people but it's not to her uh joy riley's primary emotion seeks to keep riley from spiraling into a childhood depression and she succeeds or does she she does it's a pixar movie uh joe a middle school band teacher who lives a sort of middling life earns a spot in a famous jazz musician musician's band then he promptly falls down a manhole and dies in the great beyond, uh, Joe helps a cynical soul find her spark and is rewarded with a return to his body and his life on Earth because it's a Pixar movie. It doesn't remain dead. That'd be too yeah. dark. No. I actually yeah. forgot whether he remained dead or not because I just saw it once <laughs> on Christmas. He doesn't. It's really funny. This All of the synopses online, like, it's this big synopsis and then it, like the last sentence is like, oh, and he's not dead anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. It does kind of happen very quickly. It does at the end. It's like, well, but wait, he's not dead. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, Yeah. that's right. It's a kid's movie. Um, Truthfully, and also these two movies are made by Pete Docter, who is arguably the most creative and coolest uh, director, writer of Pixar films. Um, He also did Monsters, Inc. and Up, I believe. Is it arguable? also phenomenal. I mean, I, I would say it's arguable because what we will argue at the end is our own personal our top, uh, top five Pixar. So, you know, it's kind of a matter of what you value more in Pixar. But I, I would say he's the most creative for sure. Although I technically like coming up with Toy Story at when nothing like that existed before it was pretty damn creative. Anyways, we're not talking but you about digress. Pixar. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about Inside Out and Soul, and the best way to talk about these two movies together is by comparing, contrasting, and rating them. So Break let's them rate them based on five categories. We switch them up a little bit. So let's just get started on these. Let's start with spectacularity, which is where we talk about the engagement level of the movies and whether you were fully engaged and excited and interested in what was going on or you were bored. And also, rate this category, as with all categories, on a scale of 1 to 7, would you please? 1 being low, 7 being highest. 4 is average or neutral. I can do that. Love it. What are we starting with? Which movie? Let's start with Inside Out. 
And I think Nick should go first. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> is it? Well, I'm surprised, which is an emotion, by your choice to have <laughs> oh. me go first. Uh, inside Out, what did we start with? I'm having some computer difficulties. Spectacularity. Spectacularity. Thank you. I'm really having a hard time toggling through screens right now, uh, which is pretty much my whole life, so I should be used to it by now. Uh, inside Out, I'm giving a, a hard six. It's wonderful, easy to watch, because uh, you're not only drawn to the characters that are emotions, but also to the extremely sympathetic child at the center of the story. Um, I don't think it's the most engaging Pixar movie or movie out there. Um, I think that Pixar, like huge Pixar fans, are, are you know might not crack their top three. Um, so I didn't give it a seven, but I went I went six, which is very very good. I agree. Good. You gave it a six as well? Uh, I'm actually hovering between a five and a six. I do think no matter what... Okay, first of all, let's reiterate, please, that five means slightly above average. So no matter what, it is still better than the average he's movie. He's saying this, uh, listeners, he's saying this because I just like she faked a stab gasped. in the heart because you'll hear soon. No, I mean, and, and this is, sorry, this is more of a subjective thing for me. When I first saw this, so I just watched it for the second time. Uh, for the second time for this, uh, when I first saw it, I really liked it. But when I was watching it, I couldn't get it out of my head that I, I thought it was so complex in its ideas and what it was presenting that I was the whole movie. I was like, "What do kids understand this?" Like I barely grasp onto what's happening, and and we'll get to that with Soul as well, which is um, a good point for that. But like the abstract thought scene is fucking high level intelligence from Pixar, and I don't even <laughs> fully understand it now. Um, it's so good. And I will say, even though I love I I love that about it, I it also kind of distracts from the movie because there are a lot of times where I just can't stop thinking about the concepts and how they work in the movie, and they o- it's almost too smart in certain parts because I'm then thinking, well, I that works there that way. Like I almost overthink the movie when it's a Pixar movie. I, I don't think you're I the will only say, one that has that opinion about this movie. That's why, yeah, I, that's why I, I gave it six on a seven. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like objectively there are scenes that are so funny and like scenes that always make me laugh really hard. Like I fucking die of laughter when you get to the imaginary boyfriend that's like, I would die for her. And then when there's like a million of them, it's super funny. Uh, the dinner dramatic. argument is so funny when it's going in between in inside the parents' heads and like the back out. Heads. Oh, and it's each so like good. the details are funny. <laughs> I love in Layla I, I will say this before I pass it off. Well well actually before I, before I get to that point, I just want to say it also has like it has a real emotional pull. There there's a scene that always gets me, which is the like the losing Bing Bong and like the you know the loss of oh my god innocence essentially or Pool like the of loss tears. of creative uh, imaginary thought. It I think it was more heavy the first time I saw it, but it, than this one, but it still pulls me in. I just think it's it's objectively this one is more fun than Soul. And and more fun for the kids. Um, it's just 
a little bit lower. But what I was going to say, Layla, and you could speak on this right now if you want. I love that this movie, and in being from the Bay Area, I love that this movie nails SF. the yuckiness of SF because <laughs> SF is fun to live in when you're in your 20s. But like, there are parts of it that I just think are disgusting. And also, I want to point out that this movie's take on pizza is fucking wrong. And people who just like cheese pizza are simps. I rest wow. my case. I would. That's a lot to agree. dissect. Do you remember gourmet Gabriel. pizza in Redlands, Gabe? So good, so dude. good, the best. I fucking. That's love my recommendation pizza. for the podcast. Yeah, going. To, this episode is brought to you by Gourmet Pizza. Layla, what did you think? <laughs> I, I might go up to a six. By the way. <clears throat> okay. Um, Convince him. So I should premise this for the listeners. Uh, Inside Out's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I love this movie so much. For those of you that follow us on Instagram. And you should if you're not. Um, I We posted a couple of things earlier this week. I dressed up as Sadness a couple of years ago for Halloween. She's one of my favorite characters of all time ever created in the animated universe. <laughs> so I love this movie. <laughs> um, I gave it a six. Okay. I didn't go to a seven. I gave it a six. I'm not... I'm going to be able to be objective here. Uh, but I just think everything that you said, Gabe, actually is the reason I give it a higher score. It is... So engaging to me. It's one of the most creative animated films I've ever seen. Everything that they come up with for your memory and your brain and how all of it works and how you process the world around you is so creative. And I think that the way that they do it is accessible to young kids so that they can understand in an imaginative way how our brains process things and how we let go of things and how we remember them and what's important in our lives and how we hold on to those things. And there's, I mean, it's, I just, the, it's the one of, again, it's one of the most creative Pixar and any animated films I've ever seen. Like there, there is a lot to be said about storylines of other movies and how well animated they are, but the way that they visually created the inside of this girl's mind so that kids can also enjoy that and appreciate that and love it and adults at the same time, that's just remark. And that's Pixar for you. I mean, we're talking about just the giant of imagination. Like no one can do this better. Um, But if I had to, like, if I look at the repertoire of Pixar and I try to think of a movie that's the most impactful and creative of all of their films, this is it for me. Like, this is just legendary. Like, they created unreal visuals, unreal characters. And I know that we'll talk about all of that more, but I was close to a seven, didn't give it one just to be, just to be biased. So I'm giving it a six, but I just think it's, I don't think anything rivals how creative the images and the moments and the way that they tied in such an intelligent conversation about emotions and children and growing up into a children's movie. And to speak to your point about kids absorbing it, I've I've seen this movie multiple times with my niece who's now nine years old, and I will never forget, and I was gonna talk about this in Legacy, but I will never forget when the, like, the big moment happens when sadness finally takes control and the girl finally like cries, and my niece turns to me and she goes, do you get it, Amelila? Because, you know, she finally had to feel sad for once so she could realize that there are people in the world that are going to give her love and take care of her so she can she can be sad and that's okay. And she herself said this verbatim to me without any prompting. And I was 
I was in tears just listening to my niece process how okay it is to be sad. Your niece so, is going to be a very important person when she grows up because she's clearly smarter than I am she's, emotionally. She's too uh, cool. She's too cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I to to I think that's all really fair. I I'm going to give it a lot of credit in other categories. I think this movie doesn't engage me as much as every Pixar movie, and that's the only reason why it's a little bit lower. Fair. That's super. But fair. I, it's above average. Hey, did you, <laughs> yeah. did you land on five or six? I landed with a five, baby. He's keeping a five. But let's right. talk about Soul. Man, uh, Soul's dark. I, Soul's very dark. Uh, I think this is, it's, a, it's really good to compare because they're both movies that have a lot of high concepts and stuff. But Soul is definitely more for adults. So, like, yeah. the objective approach here of, like, is it as fun and engaging for a kid, probably not. I mean, you know, what kids really liked about it is that there was a talking cat, you know. Uh, but I I think for me, if, if I had seen this as a kid, I think that the existential nature of it would really be huge for me because I've always been a pretty existential uh, person. I'm, I like very <laughs> much freak out about death. Um I just very quickly for me, I it's it's I don't even I didn't write any notes for spectacularity. I just think um, this movie impacted me a lot, and I found myself fully engaged, even though I didn't think it was the most you know quote unquote fun Pixar movie. I just I couldn't look away from it, uh, and I couldn't not think about it, and I left it like almost in tears. Because it just it really it it really resonated with me. So I'm giving it a six, um, even though objectively I would probably put it lower than Inside Out. It's just for me personally, it's a six. A seven. Yeah, I don't that makes sense, you man. Go. Thanks for bearing your soul to us about soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a really great story though. Um, to yeah. me, it's not as gripping as Inside Out. Um, same. I do think that it's, um, ironically, it's more heady than Inside Out, even though Inside Out mostly takes place inside of a girl's head. Oh. Um, and it's just go. like a little bit. So much of this, this episode. <laughs> so <Yeah>. much. <laughs> it's a little. Nick's like pun levels are. It's like a little. <laughs> I think it's a little much. Even for, uh, it's, I mean, I, I watched it and I was like, this is a movie for adults. Like straight up, this is not a movie for kids. Like there are, uh, there are concepts in soul that I would recommend that you not talk to children of a certain age about too much because it's like yeah. a little bit too much for, for, for children to really comprehend. And I, I'm curious, like if there've been any kids that have like turn around and been like, I can die to their parents. Like it just, uh, I couldn't help but like think of like that kind of thing and like how much, you know, inside out creates this like beautiful and partially accurate portrayal of what emotions look like and how you form memories and what those memories mean. Soul is more of like a philosophical, you know, debate within a children's movie. So it's just a little, yeah. there's like conflicting things. Now, I, I still gave it a five. Like I really, really like Soul. I think it's a great movie. Um, yeah. Just a little too dark. 
Yeah, so I gave it a six. I gave both movies a six. Um, I agree with, like, both things that you guys said. I think I'm just a little bit in the middle of it because, yes, I do think it's definitely more difficult for kids to grasp. But I also think back to, and I'm going to talk actually a lot about this in Legacy, but I think back to a lot of the movies that we watched when we were kids, like all of the Disney movies that I grew up on and rewatching them as an adult, there are a lot of concepts in all of those movies that I definitely did not pick up on as a kid and I picked up on later in life. So I don't know if I necessarily feel like, and obviously this is different because they are talking about like life and death in this film, but I do think there's a lot, like kids tend to just focus on certain aspects of movies. And I think that they're, and Gabe, you mentioned that you think there was like the cat or whatever. I think there was like the whole plane of like the existential plane when like in between yeah. or whatever. There's so many characters for kids to love, like those little souls running yeah, around the and souls imitating and the stuff. Jerry's and stuff. The, yeah. on, and I'll talk about this in eye candy, but the unbelievably cool like curators of that plane that are just like squiggle mm-hmm. draw lines yeah, that are running around, yeah. like those are incredible as well. And I think kids will engage with all of those characters a whole lot. Obviously there's a lot that's going to go over their heads and it's probably going to spark a lot of really big conversations. Um, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just a different movie. Like it's kind of a hard comparison. I gave both of them a six because in their own right for what they're trying to do, they're both incredibly engaging. I think soul is engaging on a very, very deep existential level and inside out is just one of the most creative movies I've ever seen. So well said. They're just they're spectacular for different reasons. And I think they're equally spectacular for those reasons. Well, keep keep talking about that in terms of the creativity. Let's talk about originality for these two movies and we'll stick with soul. Originality is where we just talk about how creative the movie is and how it stands out, especially within the genre. And you know, you could do that based on animated movies or Pixar movies. Um, so keep talking about soul, Layla. Okay, I can certainly do that. Um do I actually it. gave Soul a I actually gave Soul a seven for originality. Ooh, um fuck yeah. And I did because there so there are a lot of movies out there about the existential crisis of figuring out what's really important in life. Like we've seen films before about some corporate dude who's like American I'm over this. Beauty. Like I need to live life to the fullest. Like we've seen those storylines and tropes before. It's not unoriginal. But what I found incredible about this movie was that this this main dude was living out his true dream, his passion. Like this wasn't some guy who's doing some mundane job that needed to be snapped out of that to try to pursue the things in life he like should or the passions that we should be pursuing, right? Like uh, he was pursuing his literal dream and he had to be snapped out of the fact that he had lost sight of the more important things in oh, life yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. that add to that. And that that's a powerful thing, right? Because we're told as kids, like we're constantly, constantly braided as children, or at least we were in our generation of what's your dream? What's your passion? What are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be when you grow up? Because that's the goal, right? We're told that like getting a job and, and getting to that goal is it. Like you focus so much on that. But I love that this movie kind of flipped that a little bit. And this guy who was struggling to pursue the one passion he has in this life, the passion that puts him in that realm, that puts him in that place that's magical and special and amazing, even while pursuing that, which is like what we've been told is like the end goal of this life, he forgot yeah. about all the other things, the people around him, life and the small moments and the small pizza. things that make it special. 
he forgot about pizza and how yeah. incredible pizza is. Who forgets about that? Anyways, yeah. um, I think that's an incredibly original way to approach this type of a story because it's not, it's not like they don't exist. We've seen movies about it. But to tell us that you need to take a step back from anything and everything to realize what's right in front of you is so magical. And I love the way that they do it. And obviously... The, any Pixar movie, when they create a version of something, it's it's spectacular. Seeing that plane where souls are being created and all of that and where you like try to pick the things that excite you about life, all of that is incredibly original and creative. So it's, it's a seven, 100%. I, I love everything you said about that because <clears throat> I always think – so the, I, I was watching this interview with Edgar Wright recently where he was talking about how – the way he makes a movie is he chooses a genre and he inserts his own ideas of the world into genre film or whatever. So like mm-hmm. a specific, like a horror movie or like a comic book movie or any of that. And I, I love what Pixar does is it takes essentially a genre, which is just animated and, you know, to a certain extent, like family and comedy. And sometimes they just insert these important ideas that kids are probably just not it. getting. Yeah. And they yeah. elevate it. And I love, I just, no movie had ever spoken to me in that genre the way that Soul did. And I almost wish I had seen it when I was younger, but maybe I would have had even more existential dread at that age. But like, I love the, how they just insert this whole story about, it it seems like it's an existential movie, right? At first, in the sense of, um, you know, being just a life or death movie. But it becomes like, why are you so focused on what your life, life's purpose is? That's not what living is. That's not the most exactly. important thing. That yeah. is one factor yeah. in, in how you live. And I love the way that that comes together. And I love the concepts. And I thought it was incredibly original in the way that it did that while also telling a story from a minority standpoint. And I mm-hmm. thought that was fucking cool and something I had never seen in another movie. So I was actually probably going to be lower, but I think I'm going to go with a seven as well. I, I think it is. I think <gasps> it is like one of the most creative animated movies I could have seen. And it's so adult, you know, mm-hmm. like I, even if that's a negative thing in spectacularity, that is such a positive mm-hmm. thing in terms of originality. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie yeah. that, that adults should watch because like what you're saying, it's really important for people who. It's a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important to remind yourself of the concepts in it. I, I am in between a six and a seven because I think the ending um, messes with the 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 movie that he's yeah. that he gets to like <clears throat> come back and be alive, and it's almost like like we were saying at the beginning is like an afterthought. Um, yeah. and I know that they reworked the ending a couple times and had different iterations that they tried out, and this one probably tested the best because it's not super depressing that this guy dies in the head. <laughs> like he's he's dead. Uh, you know, it doesn't come out. It's of interesting coma. that you keep bringing this up, Nick, because I talked with a friend about this movie, and he very much was adamant that he should have died at the end. Like I that think he should have. He felt yeah, like that should have been what happened, but they couldn't because obviously this is a children's film, and you need to at least try to attempt to bring a child into the storyline and understand it and feel comfortable with it. Um, but I, it's an interesting thought. Like maybe it would have had more of an impact for adults if he did die at the end, because that's I um. That's I'm going to go reality, six right? to make a point because I think he should have. <laughs> no, you should. I think that's it would good. be, 
uh, an eight if he had died if he had died at the end. It would have been one of the most u- unique, creative, original, and risky, risky movies, uh, animated movies ever made. Um, if, well, if I think there it's had really been interesting. An, an ending that was, you know, maybe another meaning is that it's okay to die. Yeah. For sure. But I also think it's interesting, too, because it, it it's the reality, right? Most people have these realizations and these moments and these thoughts at the end, and they don't get a second mm-hmm. chance. Like, they do realize at the end that they wasted a lot of their life focusing on things that weren't what life was truly about or what would make them truly happy. So that's... That's really interesting. If I could add to why I did a seven, it's I didn't think Pixar was still capable of this because they had already they had already had these just incredible concepts that had worked, and I just thought like at some point they're gonna fall off, and it's not gonna be yeah. like this anymore. You had like Toy Story three, Wall-E, and Up, and Inside Out as these just like absolutely brilliant like heavy concepts in a movie they can't do that again and then coco yeah coco as well coco onward tries to to sneak some of them in (laughs) yeah i mean all of them do i just think like this was just such a high intel uh, intelligence i mean this is different for sure this hits adults in a different way like this is this is built for all audiences and they haven't necessarily appealed to that with all of their movies um so that adds, I think, to the originality, as you're saying. It, it makes Absolutely. it appeal, like appealing to everybody. High praise. Well, for let's soul. talk about another super original movie. Let's talk about Inside <laughs> Out. Uh, I gave this a seven, and this was pretty fucking easy for me. I, you know, I, I, I can, I, I don't like it a lot, but I just think like the concepts, <laughs> okay. the concepts are. Let me be great. clear. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I got to give it credit where credits due. Like, I think the concepts of like being forced to grow up and feeling helpless and lonely are like. They resonate with anyone, you know, regardless of if you've moved or not, you know, and and being okay with being sad. I have to say for me, I'm not a very emotionally competent person in general. So a lot of the sadness stuff like just doesn't fully hit me. And, (laughs) you know, I eventually realize how important sadness and crying is. But like my brain if it w- if we went into my brain it would be completely dominated by fear and anger with like <laughs> splashes of joy for just like my goofiness and definitely a lot of splashes of disgust which I'll get to in a second but um I don't I, like I do realize that when I watch this movie I I get to a point where I'm like hey maybe if I cried I would be I would feel better but I just I can't <laughs> there's something fucking wrong with me uh, so like, I think these, these concept for it to not fully resonate with me, but, but still like stand out as this like brilliant movie. I have to give it a seven. It, it's, it's just high level fucking animation, baby. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I think Nick, you said you gave it a seven too, right? I did. I just think, I mean, it's nominated for best original screenplay. So objectively you've got, you know, some facts Facts are happening. You got some facts. Facts are here. Uh, <laughs> facts have entered the conversation. It, the level of accuracy that they can that they nail down. So, like memories yeah, are sleep. formed when you sleep. For example, like that's how that's how memories are transferred from short to long term. I feel like our listeners need to know what you do for a living, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I'm we a, keep talking I'm a about all the things. But I mean, it's like he's a psychologist. <laughs> it's it's just so 
cool. And even if you're, you know, in the camp that it's not one of the best Pixar movies because it isn't necessarily the most funny or entertaining, which is true. It's not. Facts are also, facts have entered the conversation. Yeah. It's accurate. It's simple. It is educational and it's unique. Like it's just, and it's so necessary. A movie like this is, I'll talk about it more in Legacy, but you, you need a movie like this. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think I kind of went in deep in spectacularity about this movie in general, but I, I mean, I just think it, I think it's the most creative, honestly. Every concept is so methodically thought out and well portrayed visually. Like it's just, and on top of that, I don't even, I can't even think of any movie, let alone like live action, not animation that has tackled learning about emotions as a child and how important that is. Like this is just, it it was original for them to take the leap of faith to be like, this is an important concept for us to put visually to kids because they need to see this. Mm -hmm. And it's our job as animators who are solely pretty much targeting this audience to do something bigger. Yeah. And that was the, I think that was kind of the beginning of it. Cause after, and there's so many things, I almost want to bring all the categories together, but like after this, you get Coco, which talks about culture and the afterlife and very existential big concepts. And then you get soul. Like this was the beginning of them deciding to do something different and that's original. Mm-hmm. And it, it's definitely a seven. And you skipped 100%. onward. I skipped onward because I haven't onward seen onward. What? Yeah, it, it's good. It's good. You should yeah. watch it. It's, All right. What's, uh, we'll talk about these, character. Let's talk about we are we decided for these Pixar movies we shouldn't do uh actoring because there ain't no fucking performances. There's like voice acting performances, but that's it. But we wanted to do a new category that we call charactering because we're uncreative. Is it charactering or um, is it charactering? Charactering. We're going to do charactering, uh, where we just talk about the the character writing and the concepts that went behind the characters, and then you could talk a little bit about the voice acting and stuff. So let's stick with uh, Inside Out, which we were just on. Um, I mean, this movie is super creative. It, it in the it's it's such simple characters, you know, like the ideas of just being like a this emotion and that emotion, and like these are these people. But it's so well done. A lot of thought went into each of them, and like what creates joy and what creates sadness. Um, I think each of them nail their concepts, and I think the voice acting is great for each of them. So we don't even need to get into that. I, I love the people that they chose for it. You know, I might not like Lewis Black, but. Like, he's obviously going to be anger. <laughs> it would be absurd if anyone else played that role. Um, so I also, it gets really great when you get into the minds of other humans and, like, the iterations of these emotions in other humans and, like, how they're fucking, you know, they have, like, mustaches and stuff if their character has a mustache. Like, things like that are pretty great. Um, I... Bing Bong is like one of my favorite characters ever created in a Pixar movie. Uh, so I, I mean, I have to give it credit there. I think Bill Hader as fear is just me in, in like <laughs> Muppet slash uh, Pixar form. And I love that. Uh, I, I got a question. Why is disgust a main emotion that is it, like, is like, was it just a stupid excuse to 
fucking insert Mindy Kaling into this movie? Because I mean that. that I mean, could I kind of think. I mean, I kind of think. Isn't it kind of abstra- abstract? Abstract. It, it t- I think it ties into a lot of things. Like if you're judgmental or you judge something that's in front of you, you're fairly disgusted yeah. by it. D- I don't. I don't know. Disgust like, I is like a disgust is a primary emotion. Like you said, you're 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 like run a lot of your brain runs on disgust. Like it's like a huge. Like, it's also sorry like in, your face is ugly, but I just naturally have a certain. Well, yeah, level it's also of instinctual in right? my head, and you're ugly. Like, yeah, it's also it? instinctual. Like if you see an apple that is moldy. Your brain is like, Ugh, because you don't, if you eat moldy stuff, you die. Like but, it's yeah. a, it's like a very primal emotion. It's also a hard emotion for like kids to, to wrap their heads around sometimes or like describe. Okay. That was helpful. I did really just think that they had <laughs> just used it as an excuse to insert. Now Mindy I am Kaling, not endorsing Mindy Kaling, who I don't yeah. really like that much. However... Different conversation. I, 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 I want to make clear. I think it's well above average. <laughs> uh, Nick, you do you want to? You want six? This one. Do you want to go? I gave it a six, six just because okay. I I think it's really it well seven. thought out, but I don't think it's like, and this is kind of unfortunate because it kind of gets into originality. But I just think like the 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 types of characters that they created and things like Monsters Inc. and like Toy Story, it just like blows my mind more than you know, just playing with certain emotions. Yeah. But I, so I gave it a seven because of the writing. I think that the metaphor is the metaphor be too good to give it anything lower than a seven for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, that's fair. I mean, you also like with, within the fact that it's a great metaphor, the writers also wrote themselves like like you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. But they wrote themselves an easy out to be able to build simple but hilarious and unique characters because they yeah. are just emotions, right? Like they they you know they kind of like took a shortcut to writing good characters by writing this really really good metaphor. Um, yeah, it, it's. It's like a perfect idea for for a cartoon, I think. For sure. And I think even just speaking to like the category, one of the reasons I give it a seven is because of the dialogue that the characters have. Mm. Like I think that the way that they write each character plays into how creative they are. Because yeah, just joy and sadness are obviously two very common like concepts. Like we all have those emotions, but the reason they come to life the way that they do and the reason they are like known characters within Pixar and animation is because of the dialogue. Like, and I said this at the beginning of the episode, sadness is one of my favorite characters of all time. And that's because they wrote her beautifully. Like they knew, they knew who they were playing to like millennials talk like that. Like we're all just like fairly depressed, anxious kids. And like the way that like, at the beginning, we did a, a clip from Inside Out, and I can't remember the line now. It's probably somewhere written here, but she talks. She says, crying helps me slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. Like, the way they wrote these characters hits so perfectly, and it's creative, and it's well-written, and you remember them. Um, like, um, like I just, I remember these characters and their lines so well, each one of them. And I love that there's like little details. It goes into the visual as well. But when you go into the two parents' heads, a different emotion rules mm-hmm. the switchboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love that writing because it's telling you that like we're all led by different emotions yeah. and we're all different in that way. Fear um, and anger, baby. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think it's the dad that has anger at his like helm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just think these characters are one of a kind. And that's what's special to me, even though they're, they're all emotions that we're all fully aware of and we can imagine a version of them in our heads. They put a perfect picture to that with these characters. Totally. Yeah. Deserves a seven. It is right. like just what's up? Just like quickly piggybacking off that. Even how they write some of the lines that the parents say, or like the things that happen yeah, to her. I, like, I love, I love that. Is, I mean, that's they're not they're not the best things to say, but but parents are humans too. Yeah, stupid humans. Uh, that are they? I think they're <laughs> prevent you from doing awesome stuff. But you know, yeah, that's true. All right, well, we'll talk about soul. Vote. Yeah, Never mind. No, don't. <laughs> oh, well, it's not. Yeah, not gonna happen on here. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, I, I mean, I, si- I gave a six for Inside Out, but I would probably give a five for charactering for Soul, even though I, I think that Soul, there's a lot of great writing that goes into the characters. I think it's just tough when you're like matched up against a lot of other Pixar movies and and the characters that are created for those. Um, I, I just, I don't know if they're as interesting because there's a lot more focus on humans in, in soul, as opposed to a lot of the other Pixar movies, which aren't really about yeah. humans except for like yeah. Coco and stuff like that. But, um, I will say 22 is a really fun character. I love the way that they explore that character. I, I love how they have her interacting with like important people in his uh, history that she couldn't match up with as a personality. That's a um, yeah. so funny. That's so funny. I, I love that. I also think it's kind of funny that you get Tina Fey in this movie and Amy Poehler in inside out. They're just yeah. having a blast and they're killing it because they're awesome people. Um, I got to say, I fucking love Terry as a character who is played by the magnificent Rachel house who neither of you guys liked that much in Hunt for the Wilder People, but I fucking loved in that. But she is... Oh, I was supposed to not swear as much for this episode. I am so sorry to Layla's parents who are listening. You're so fucking uh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, ju- I love the whole... To be clear, spine. my parents don't care. I've been swearing like a sailor my whole life. Hey, fuck off, ahead, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I love the scenes of her like spying on them and how she's just like so obsessed with doing her duty and like fixing the abacus that was wrong. Uh, I think all the Jerry's are kind of fun. I will say who thought that Alice Braga should be one of the main characters? Like why, why is she a... A, a popular person to be look the, there are only like five big actors in this and one of them is alice braga it, it's weird anyways moonwind <laughs> is amazing i moonwind is like one of my favorite uh pixar characters as well just like with bingo <laughs> i think he is hilarious i think that uh what's his name the guy who has the graham norman norton graham yeah graham norman, norman. Yeah, Graham Norton is just so great as him. I love I the way that I adore they... Graham Norton. And if you're ever bored, go watch his oh, talk show yeah. because so it is literally the best. Look up talk the one show. with Tom Hiddleston where he's like doing impressions of other. The impressions, people. yes, it's, I it's love so that. One was yeah. just did that. Was that I recommended five, to you way. on YouTube recently or something? 
Oh no! I, it either has of you because it was time. for I, me like yesterday. I just watched that. Oh, oh that's I, weird. I've seen that video. He's my pastime. He is my pastime. Okay, yeah. If I'm bored, I pull up. It's his the best I've seen talk show. One. It's essentially like it's the best. What if Austin Powers' bedroom was like the background <laughs> for a talk show? It's so. But cool. even funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, we've gotten so sidetracked. Um, you gave it a five. Yeah, I still think it's said? above average. I, I like the way that they explore, it, but I, I don't think it's the most unique. Yeah. I, I I agree. I gave it a five. I think I think it's hard because if you come it's and maybe we could talk about this out like out loud right now, but if you're comparing it to other animated Pixar films, it's a five. If you're comparing it to film in general, maybe I'll go up to a six because it is an incredibly creative character writing in general because that's animation for you. All the yeah. characters have to be. You know, they have to be engaging and different and fun and visually beautiful and all of that. And everything on the existential plane uh, is those characters are great. They're all incredible. Um, I don't necessarily care that much about the main character. <laughs> um, so that I think that maybe is what makes it a five for me. Like, I don't feel incredibly engaged with him or like he's, he's not a very likable or like super likable or any of that. And that's the that's part of the point. But like I just don't by the end of it I don't necessarily feel like he's the greatest character they've ever written in these movies. I mean like Pixar movies. So I I, I think oh, a five I think is his fair, journey but, is great though. And I think it but works. But that's the that writing and that's originality. Yeah. Like I almost well, like we it's have also to also charactering. But I mean like Well well these are arbitrary and I am gonna be first of all ridiculous. Yeah. Charactering. Second of all I'm going to give it a six because I am comparing it to the rest of the film. And also, this movie, um, it's funny that it's about death because Jamie Foxx is just killing the game uh, daily. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Jamie. Dude. Did you guys realize it was Jamie when you were watching it, by the way? It took I did me not. 45 minutes to it's even, incredible. like, really he, try to hear it. It's one of the it. best incredible. voice acting performances that I can think so of. So good. Hitherto and Drunto. So he is. It, it's almost at, like, Bradley Cooper's level in, as Rocket. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's. I agree. So true. Yeah. Um, he's the so ultimate true. performer, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. He can sing. He's he can dance. He can act. He's sexy as hell. He can voice act. Dude, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is the man. He is. He is almost a seven because Jamie Foxx is the probably the strongest person that's ever lived. So probably, probably. Wow. Okay. This yeah, is a I bit mean, I that I that. used to do with my friend Lauren <laughs> back in high school, and we would just crack each other up. Hey, what's up, Lauren? I hope that you're listening. Otherwise, this was not worth it. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next category then. Unless it's you always worth it to, say, to profess your love for Jamie Foxx. Well, you Shut gave up. it a six out of seven, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, six and then two fives from yeah. uh, Layla and your boy Gabe. Uh, let's talk about eye candy, and this is—it's so you know. It, it, it's so weird to talk about eye candy with Pixar because all of Pixar is just so much better visually than any other animated film, in my humble opinion. What you were gonna say? What, what, Layla? I was just gonna say like a hundred percent, but because we're comparing these two movies, I do feel a distinction is there easy is to a be distinction made between the two of them for sure. So why don't you talk about Soul and what you okay. thought about the eye candy with the that, and then maybe make a distinction? So yeah, I'm gonna kind of I'm just gonna say what I put for both of them, and then say my distinction. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I gave um, never heard the word distinction. Distinction's a stupid word. I don't like saying it out loud. It is pretty <laughs> dumb. Say just it like done. this: Cancel. distinction. 
<laughs> I don't like that. So much better. Worse somehow. Somehow right. worse. Well, Boys. I don't know continue. how to help you. Go. Hey. Center. Center. Okay. Uh, eye candy for Inside Out, I gave a seven. And mm. eye candy for Soul, I gave a six. And the distinction being mm-hmm. that a huge part of Soul is just on planet Earth. <laughs> and there's nothing insanely visually. Oh, God. I couldn't disagree more. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> No, that's good. I want to hear. I want to hear that. So my distinction is that the entirety of Inside Out is just visually stunning things. Like I'm constantly like, oh, that's headquarters. That's so cool. Like I want to see how they visually do headquarters, and then all the different pathways, and then they've got all the different islands for what's important to her and how cool each island is. And when you get into each island, there's visually cool things about each one, and you know the train and all, everything about Inside Out is about originality and spectacularity in the visuals because they're creating something that doesn't exist in all of Inside Out, the whole thing. Um, aside from, I guess, the snippets you see of her in school and in yeah. San Francisco. Um, but a huge part of Soul, and don't get me wrong, I gave Soul a six. Like, it's still super up there. Um, I just think if you distinguish the two, Soul does spend a lot of time on Earth just kind of roaming around New York City, which I've seen a lot in films and I've seen in animated films before as well. Yeah. So I just think that's like, that just makes it easy to give them like one of them a higher score and one of them not. But go ahead, Gibbs. It's, like, and it's, you have so many things to say. You're no, bubbling. no, I don't. I actually didn't, <laughs> I didn't write any notes for it. I, it's just that visually, whenever Soul is on Earth, I was just blown away that that is this is the new state of animation because it just visually looks so fucking good again i mean that's I, fair yeah i mean pixar is like there's I, no competition it's yeah, the greatest it's, animation it's, and i and the thing is is like the next pixar movie could come out and it could be on earth or something and i'd be like oh that's better than soul it's just going to keep getting better because that's just how <laughs> yeah. technology works but yeah. soul i mean starting out in the classroom with the shadow coming in and the little like fuzzies you see from like light beams mm-hmm. coming through the window, I was like, the attention to detail in this movie is unbelievable. It just looks so gorgeous. Uh, I loved every second the of it. Little on things Earth. in life that you don't pay attention to. Oh, and they do thank you. use that as a tool for sure, and yeah. that's that's a really great point because they use it to make you realize just how like beautiful all the small things that you see every single Absolutely. day that you it, it, are. Yeah, it helps with that point in the end. It aids I, to it, yeah. When they first go into the, you know, afterlife, I didn't like it as much. I thought it was cool visually, but I was like, oh, it kind of seems like they got lazy because there's not a lot of like background stuff going on. But the more details that go into that world when you get into different parts of it, you know, like with the little, the little personalities or whatever and uh, the Jerry's and stuff like bringing them through the grass, like the way that the grass looks in that world is so cool. And then everything with Terry was so cool to me. Like when she's chasing them around the city and she's like lines in sidewalks and stuff and on walls mm -hmm. and then graffiti. I loved it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give it a seven. I don't think, um, I'm at a six, but I just think like, wow, where we're at no, with I'm animation glad you pointed is all of that unbelievable yeah, at this for point. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super glad you pointed all of that out. And that, I mean, I, I didn't speak too much to Soul because I talked about Inside Out, but all of what you just said is why I gave Soul a six. It is one of just 
yeah. the most like stunning. It's it's just the highest form of animation art I that there is. I give it a seven, but I just I just think that the next thing is going to be even better, and I can keep <laughs> doing that. You know, it's the recency yeah. bias. Uh, I I mean what, I agree. I gave Soul a six. Are we talked about Inside Out? Or are we just talking about? No, both? not yet. We I mean, were ta- I we just can talk about both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went six for Soul. I went five for Inside Out. And it's really because I think that Inside Out's visual representations of things like memory are really cool. But I think that the characters, like, are, they're not lazy, but they're not interesting. You know, they're, like, the color of the emotion. And, like, I get it. You're supposed to be simplistic in that way. And it's supposed to, like, represent something that makes sense. But it's just, like, you know, it does, it's not, like, eye-popping to me. But it is above average because Pixar movies look incredible. So. What I do like about those characters in Inside Out, if we're just talking about both, is that I like how like the fuzzy, sparkling nature of them and that when they're in command or they're talking, it lights up a little bit. There's like yeah. a little bit of illumination. Um, the detail is really cool. I just think in general, Inside Out is like a beautiful cluster of colors. And, yeah. and and the way that they come up with it and the shapes of the different characters are really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I again, I really like the attention to detail to make like the emotions in other care in other characters in the movie, like you know having the mustache for the dad and the hair for the mm-hmm. mom, or like it doesn't always add up, you know, because the girl has hair, she doesn't, it, it, and they don't, except for Joy. Um, but it's cool. I, I like that they do that. All Pixar is gorgeous. I think that visually my two favorites are like Soul and Incredibles too. I just they just went to a level I just didn't think animation could go to. And then I'll be surprised by the next one. So I was also at a five with Inside Out. It's really closer to a six. I just kinda wanna say that I like Soul visually more. <laughs> you know? Like maybe I'll give it a five point five. Let's do that. You gave Soul uh, a five point five? I gave no, inside inside out. Out. Soul a 6, gotcha. Inside Out a 5.5. Let's finish it off then. Let's talk about Legacy. Uh, what's the last oh, thing the Legacy best of these one. movies? How do people respond? How are you impacted by that? How, how will you think of them over time? Um, Layla, do you think we should start with Inside Out or Soul? I feel like you love I feel Inside like, Out more, I so just we should feel start like... Can I just talk about both of them? Yeah, go <laughs> like, ahead. I just feel like legacy is such a big category for these two. Well, it's movies tough too because Soul came out like a month ago. Yeah, for sure. Less. But I think I can still. I I think yeah. I think you can still address. Yeah. Like I think totally. I gave both of them. I gave both of them a six. But I think the bigger conversation that should happen around legacy with these two movies is. God, when did we get to a point where children's films were this powerful? Mm. Like we t- we've touched Talking on this, but this on. is this is it though. This is like this is the reason these two movies are as incredible as they are. And like yeah. you should certainly tie Coco into this and I haven't seen Onward, but like those three films specifically from what I know target existential aspects of growing up and being an adult that kids need to learn about. And I think the crazy thing for me, the second I finish Soul, I had the longest conversation with my family about the the movies I watched growing up because I grew up on Pocahontas, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, these movies teaching me awful lessons that are not good for kids to learn. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is teaching me like Stockholm Syndrome. Little Mermaid, she sacrificed her voice to get a dude. Like Pocahontas is teaching me the white man is the savior. Like I, all of the movies I watched as a child- 
all of the movies I watched as a child taught me inappropriate bad things and they were all subliminal messaging that I picked up on and that we all learned from. But we've got movies now for kids, like I said earlier with my niece, where they're actually learning to grow from these things. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like these are going to have a lasting impact on the generation that it's that are watching it, these kids watching it right now forever. And that is just coming from a generation where we grew up, especially girls. Like I know everyone grew up on all these movies, but like girls were taught such inappropriate things from these movies and who we are and what we sacrifice as women. And to grow up with film that are teaching kids and you're a school psychologist, Nick, I'm a social worker, to see a movie like Inside Out where kids are learning to process their emotions and same for boys who have been taught at a young age that they should Mm -hmm. suck it up and not Mm -hmm. deal and they don't get to be sad. Like these movies are teaching young boys and girls that it's okay to be sad and that it's okay to have the full spectrum spectrum of emotions and to process them and to talk about them with your parents. And you've got soul teaching these kids that it is important to pay attention to the little things in life and that your end goal is not the only penultimate thing to pay attention to like these movies and Coco too right like how like these are I can't even imagine being a parent right now and having these movies as a tool to teach your children things that are just impossible to have conversations about yeah I think Toy Story 3 and up can be in that category as well that they're like concepts that came out in those that really hit a lot of adults even more so than kids I'm not just talking about up with like the beginning but like up being that uh, it's it's okay to like be a survivor and to like move on yeah. and to still have adventure in your life. And then Toy Story For 3 sure. with growing up and, and there's like the existential doom in that as well. Um, yeah. I, I agree. Sure. I, I gave, I gave uh, Soul a six as of now, even though I really can see Soul being nominated for Best Picture just because Toy Story 3 and Up also were. Like I, it, we're at I a think, point where these be. kind of movies... Yeah, I, I yeah. just think it has such an impact on adults that it would work. I think personally, it, it definitely impacted me, and uh, I think the concept really works for me. It's funny; both of these movies are already in the IMDb top two hundred and fifty because they were just so highly rated by people. They both have an eight point one, um, and they're both really loved by critics. Ninety five percent for Soul, and then for for inside out it was actually like even more beloved you know it like has like it's in the 90s on metacritic uh, like a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes for critics um inside out i think has i don't think it is everyone's favorite i think there are certain people that love inside out the most like layla but i think that every person likes inside out the more they get older and older you know like or they they just it grows in appreciation even actually even when you're a kid probably it grows in appreciation which each with each watch which is really awesome for it uh it also made a crap ton of money when it came out uh made like 858 million um personally i like soul more it works more for me but i do think that uh Inside Out is amazing and had a, is, has had a great impact. And so I'd probably give it like a 6.5. I don't want to <laughs> give it a perfect one because it's not in my – it's spoiler alert. It's not in my top five. So I don't know if I can give it that. But I, I do think it's a it – I mean I didn't give a it a seven. I gave it a six and I think it's okay to – I think a six is a great score for it. Like I, there are – there are Pixar 6.5. movies and we'll talk about them. Okay. There are no, Pixar no, no, movies that are, are just like everlasting, but 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's going to be, I think just it's societal impact alone gives it that score is I guess what I was trying to say. Like the yeah. impact it has on children and adults is going to, it's going to be like something that applies throughout time. It's never going to get old. Mark me down for a six just because I want there to be a 0.5 in the end on, on one of the scores. You, you got it. Okay. I mean, inside out. <laughs> I just think that it's depiction of emotional maturity, of budding mental health issues, of childhood adjustment. I mean, it's just so, it's nearly perfect and it's easily digested. And it's like, it's like shown in schools. Like it will be shown in schools on like, you know, Fridays when the teachers hung over forever. (laughs) Like it's just, it like the metaphor is too. You need a public performance license for that, by the way. I can sell it to you. (laughs) No, you don't. Yes, you do. Okay, sure. Do you want to debate my job? Do you want to debate from throwing under the bus? Well, you better tell me because they are breaking the law, Mister. All right. (laughs) I think the metaphor just lives on. Soul, I gave a five for now. I think by the end of the year, it could be a six or a seven, honestly, because it could be nominated for best picture in a very weird year, and that's that's huge. But I do think that it's problematic. And and I think the audience score on like Rotten Tomatoes is lower than the the um, the the ratings yeah. um, by critics because they just magic him back at the end. It bo- it bugs me. Yeah, that he's just magic back have, like, to life. It defeats the purpose. I think there's a sense. lot of fake controversy with this movie as well. Yeah. Do you guys think that you're going to rewatch Soul? Because I oh, actually don't like think I'm like times. ever going to rewatch it. I actually don't think I will. I'm no, sh- I was actually thinking about rewatching it like next week. Like, I, um, I, I really I like actually it. didn't rewatch either of these because I just watched Inside Out like a week before. I, oh, no, I didn't mean week. for this. No, I just I mean Inside Out, I, I rewatch like all the time just because I actually enjoy it. I don't feel that way I about like, Soul was impactful. No. I'll oh, remember gonna, it. I'm I don't know. It Did we talk about the fact that okay, Soul is the first Pixar movie to prominently feature an african-american character because that's a huge part of it we didn't because that's didn't. huge yeah I, that is well, huge. I, I like vaguely you did it yeah at the I beginning but i mean it goes in legacy like that is opinion, yeah. enormous and jamie fox just absolutely crushes it because and i cannot stress this enough he is he's incredible the perfect person he's perfect great man. i love him he's all perfect right performer. what is the final um, what is the i final don't tally? know Which movie because okay. um <laughs> Layla sneaks Did in her make... ratings sometimes when she's talking, and I miss them. Okay. I can tell you. Well, you need What know. are your eye candy you ratings? For, for oh, both? Uh, I gave six to Soul and seven to Inside Out. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once we get this tally, we're actually going to rate our favorite or rank our favorite. Yeah, we, we can rank them. And then I actually, I actually missed both of your legacies for Soul. I think you gave it a six, Gabe. Did you and you gave? I it a did six give it a well. six, Layla. Right? Yeah. I gave it a six. Yeah. I gave both okay, movies okay. a six. Let me do some. These are pretty high scoring movies. They are going to be very yeah, high I mean, scoring. It's Pixar. Uh, let's do our top right. five favorite Pixar movies while I do some math with my yeah. handy dandy. I feel like mine's going to um, be controversial. Ow. Mine is not that controversial, but it's it's going to be controversial for you, Layla. Uh, me? Yeah, <laughs> I think mine is very Why? mine is very teaser driven you should go by last being a now. boy. Yeah. Is I'll, it just because Inside Out is not in it? What else could be controversial yeah, that's to it. me? Yeah, that's okay. Well, <laughs> my top ten really is really interesting. It to be in yours. Uh, it's actually really controversial. difficult. 
Yeah. Do you know what controversy? I means? didn't expect you to put inside out in your. I top think controversy five. just means that there's argument to be had. Mm. Wait, is soul in your top five? I think there's a distinction. To uh, me. no. Okay. Okay. Just okay. bare. It's my number seven. Actually. All right. Well, well, I'll, just I'll just go. I'll just go. My my top five is. Uh, you should with you my should favorite. know by now, Layla. He does not just do top fives. Ever. No, oh, I'm aware. I have <laughs> Never, it all ever. ranked. I have ranked every single one. He has one. everything. Ranked I have not in seen. I have not phone. seen Good Dinosaur, and I have not seen. Don't Cars ever watch 3. Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Never oh, watch Good Dinosaur. I have never Dinosaur. seen Brave. I've just heard everyone say Brave. repeatedly. But my, what's your favorite type of bread? Dutch crunch. Uh, yeah, I love Dutch crunch. <laughs> Are you? Oh, you, he knows this. Okay. Anyways, yes, I do. my favorite Pixar movie of all time. I have to start with the beginning. Is Toy Story? It's just it's a perfect movie. Uh, I love it. Uh, number two for me is Monsters Inc. I think that was influenced by my brother, but I just love it. Um, I I think it's so well made. Uh, Toy Story three is my number three. Wow, so fitting. Uh, my number four is The Incredibles. I like. I kind of enjoy. The Incredibles 2 more. Like, I like watching it more, but I just... Incredibles is so fucking good. Uh, it has to be in my top five. And my number five is Finding Nemo. So very chalk, besides Toy Story 3 Is being number six high. up? Uh, no, it's Incredibles 2. Interesting. Uh, I, Wait, and then I got... Up? <laughs> and then I got Soul, Wally, Up, and Inside Out in my top ten. Wow, Up is like... Put up up yeah. was really high, and then I thought about how like the first ten minutes of 10. Up is better than the whole the entirety of Up. Like Up is a great movie, but the first five to ten minutes is better than the whole movie, uh, and and that that's a little bit tough. I love Up though. I I think it's really great. I thought I just, you froze I think... for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just no, died. She's just she just doesn't understand. Uh, All right, what about you guys? Uh, Nick, you should go. Okay, mine is similar for a little bit toy story toy story nice. 3 up yes. monsters inc in the incredibles and then inside out is very very close to top five it's like not a nemo fan? it's like 5.1 no nemo was almost there nemo would probably be seven and then if i had to keep doing your your ranking uh, i'm not actually sure what would <laughs> keep I feel like you should have just told us to do a top 10. Yeah, I wanted to. I just thought 10. you guys were going to be <laughs> like, no, do top I mean, five. Toy Story 4 would probably go in there somewhere. Ew. Four? Yeah. Toy Story 4 blue, dude. No, it doesn't. Okay. I'm really scared to say mine. Do it. Is it Toy Is Story 4? Is something... <laughs> Toy Story 4 <laughs> number one? Come on. Ew, dude. You might as well say Bugs Life or Cars at that yeah, point. Yeah, might, might as well be Cars 3. You're a sick person. Guys, my number one's Cars. I'm just kidding. It's okay. not. Um, so I, the reason I'm scared is because I have a very controversial Ew, is it I'm Finding Dory? Okay. No. <laughs> um, I have been berated about this many a times in my life. Oh, good. I'm not a Toy Story person, so I apologize in advance because Toy Story is not on my list at all. I weird i hope (laughs) okay that's that's weird (laughs) i i I don't understand Um, that you you're a grinch but continue uh yeah it's just your opinion it's not my jam it's not my jam okay uh number one is obviously that's like saying jam is not your jam like everyone likes yeah okay sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew it would offend someone. Wait, are, uh, are I, any of the Toy Story movies on there? Okay. Get out of here. Oh, I shook here. my head. Sorry, listeners. I said no. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they could tell by my reaction. <laughs> Just, That's so weird. All right, continue. All right, continue. I premised it with, I get it's controversial. I Everyone loves Toy Story. I, I, every, I get it. I get it. It's just, I don't know. I never, growing up, I never adhered to those movies the way that everyone else. I get it. I, I, everyone loves them. They're great. It's just, I'm doing my top five. <laughs> so Sick. Inside Out's number one for me. Uh, then Finding Nemo, then Sick. Up, then Wally, and then Ratatouille. Ratatouille just barely didn't make my top ten. I love it a lot, and I think it gets better I love each watch. But yeah, I need to rewatch. I think Ratatouille is a really rewatchable. Wally one, is such I've... a like. I'm a nerd, and Wally is the best movie ever made. Opinion. So I like that you put it at four. I think that's like the most acceptable form of. But can Wally. you can you just take a second and think about why did Layla put it at four? Because you're nerdy. No. no. Well, yes, but no. Because he's adorable and you love, like... Because he's an yeah. inanimate object and yeah. he's the cutest inanimate yeah, object exactly. of all time. Wally is really good, though. It's it's really high for me. It's a great well. movie. It's, just, it's also... There's so many nerds out there that are like, Wally is the best Pixar. No Pixar's ever been even close. Uh, Wally's like, number one also, on this, uh, this Vulture magazine yeah. rankings of Damn. Pixar Yeah, movies. well, there's not a lot of story it's before, to the first half. Um, right? It's before Up, right? It's before Up. For me, yeah. No, no, I mean in like oh, time. Like yeah, I think it came before out before. It. Yeah, I think Wally might actually be one of the first more existential movies because mm-hmm. it does Definitely. talk about exactly. like society and where we're headed and what we're doing to the planet too. Which is it's speaking in the conversation we just had. Wally's like talks about a lot. I think it totally is next the first one that gets into that kind of stuff. Next, yeah. if it was before Toy Story three, then sure. Um, next time we do a Pixar movie, we should do our favorite Pixar shorts, which I oh miss God. going to the theater to see Pixar because you would get the shorts before. Pixar shorts are incredible. One of my favorites is the volcano one. I'm just saying that right now. Such a good one, it, listeners. If you haven't been someone who's like watched these shorts or seen them in theaters, go online and watch them because yeah, Pixar Disney shorts Plus. are incredible. They're all. Hey, on did Disney you watch Plus. these movies for this podcast on Disney Plus? Then go to Disney Plus and watch the shorts. <laughs> they are shorter than a movie, so you can they do will that. Will not consume much of your what? time uh, because they are anyways. Short. The scores. Anywho's. Do you guys have any other? Uh, oh yeah, the scores. Here. The scores. Which one won? Soul gets an 87 out of 105. Quite high. Inside Out gets a 93.5. Yeah, I, they, I, it needed to. But yeah. Yeah. Just so I happens to also good, be good the, for Inside the best out. radio That's awesome. station. I'm trying to keep my cool right now. It, is it the best rated? But I'm really freaking out. Is it the best Love rated? It. What did you say? No. 93.5 oh. is the best radio station in... in uh, in Los Angeles, in Ooh, my opinion. It, back in the day in San Jose, 92.3 KSJO was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, next week we are going to bring back on our dear friend Clay, huge listener of this podcast, one of the funniest dudes I know, to do two stoner comedies. We are doing Pineapple Express versus 30 Minutes or Less. Both can be found on Netflix right now. I'm sure you've at least seen Pineapple Express, and if you haven't watched it in a while, rewatch it because it gets better each watch. Uh, you should also follow us on social media because that is so important to us and, and to the whole world. Social media is the most important thing in the world. Uh, 
Uh, also, just a cool way to keep track of like what new episodes are coming out and yeah. when we're posting and all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 a good way to keep track of what Facing Off Pod is doing. Exactly. There's going to be so much content for you guys. Uh, go to Instagram, look us up, Facing Off Pod. Go to Twitter, look us up, Facing Off Pod. Send us an email if you want to, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hey, do you guys have a send off? No, but you do. Because <laughs> you always do. Riley! Uh, what? What? <laughs>